0: Hello, welcome. This is Monkix, and you're listening to the Small Talk Podcast. We've been away for a little while, but now we're back with our latest episode and we sat down and spoke to Will Benton. Uh, If you don't know Will Benton, he is the founder of Fat Kid on Fire and also the co-founder of Chew TV. Uh, We did this episode a bit differently this time, something that we're looking to do going forward. We actually sat down in the Chew HQ and done a live video stream. Uh, so we streamed the whole uh, podcast live. We took live Q&As. Um, we decided to start with this one as uh, the whole podcast's built around uh, trying to save Chew TV at the moment. Um, if you listen to the podcast, they're having some issues with someone illegally streaming something on their, on their platform uh, and them having to raise some money for um, service provider fees, etc. All the info is in the podcast, so make sure you listen. It's actually a really, really good podcast. There's some great questions in there. Uh, we go and talk about how we got into making Fat Kid on Fire, um, which is a massive blog for, for the um, underground music scene, especially dubstep. Uh, then we also go into how the crossover from Fat Kid to Chew uh, TV with four, over 400,000 subscribers, then buying out Mixify um, up until uh, these issues now. They are raising money for their to try and save the, the company and what you would need to do to donate is go to gofundme.com forward slash save hyphen chew. There, just donate as much as you can or also you can go and subscribe to Chew TV and pay the monthly $9.99 subscriptions. That will help them massively as well. Um, I won't talk on too much. We'll just get straight into the podcast. Hope you like this was streamed live. So um, yeah, so it's all live. Hope you enjoy it. Right. Well, so yeah. we'll we'll start over and we'll we'll uh, we'll we'll start from the beginning. So, welcome. We're here in the in the <laughs> two HQ, and this is the first video um, stream from the Small Talk podcast. Uh, it's actually the thirteenth episode, but this is the the visual uh, the first visual live stream one, and we have um, Will here with us. So, w- <laughs> we have already been speaking for thirteen minutes, uh, but we'll quickly just recap for those who um, have either just logged log- logged in or who can't, who couldn't hear. So we started by asking about how you got into electronic music. Electronic music, right? We'll
1: we'll try and do this quicker than thirteen minutes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hello. Sorry, We're, we've uh, hopefully got that all sorted now. Um, so I moved to London in two thousand and seven, uh, down from Yorkshire. Uh, came to London to go to university, uh, got into uh, electronic b- bass music that way, started a blog called Fat Kid On Fire in March 2010. Uh, That's Fat Kids f- Catch Fire. Fa- it was Cat- Fat Kids Catch Fire, it's now Fat Kid On Fire. <laughs> um, that turned into a SoundCloud and Mixcloud account, that then turned into a record label, uh, and here we are, seven years later. Seventh birthday is next Thursday. Oh, nice. Day
2: uh where are the seventh birthday celebrations what's taking uh,
1: place we we are announcing uh th- we we're, we're announcing our first vinyl release nice um that's probably going to be the uh, just it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> there we go Wha- watch for the news um but yeah that that's going to be the, the kind of the main focus is announcing that whether we announce the artists um or just keep you all kind of waiting for what comes but yeah, that's that basically something we could speak about. Off uh, we we can potentially speak about that a little bit later. Cool. Um, but yes, uh, so the the kind of the main celebrations for seventh birthday are announcing the final release label that's coming. It's yeah. finally coming. It's been so three cool. years coming. But yeah, that's it.
0: So then, um, so you've got that. Re- you've recently just had a release out as well, haven't you? Yeah. So that's we put
1: our thirty-first release out, uh, which is four, I think, four years into the digital label. Uh, well, are we? Ma- uh, March. Yeah. Came out at the end of February. So that's our 31st release. And we got to number one. I see you post the other day. Huge list. Yeah. So we got to number one on the Juno sales chart, which is amazing. Awesome. Which is, yeah, pretty cool. So very
0: much. W- other than uh, this secret vinyl release... <laughs> what else have you got uh, planned? Have you got any events coming up? or
1: um, Yeah, I mean, uh, my short-term focus is obviously um, working on Chew, and we can kind of come to that in a minute. Um, but uh, hopefully getting a couple of events lined up for this year. We've not done any Fat Kid events for a while. So, yeah, nothing, nothing kind of concrete and confirmed, but we'll get something happening this
0: year. Awesome. So then there was obviously an overlapping period where Chew came about yep. um, from... From Fat Kid, so how did that come about? So you obviously met Ben.
1: Yeah, so I was I graduated uni uh, in 2010. Um, so I started Fat Kid in March of that year. Um, went from a biomedical science degree at university into so I, I once I can't I, I I won an award like blogging with Fat Kid on Fire in the November of 2010. Having graduated in like the July of that year, and then the following. January I got an internship um, at a digital agency and then so I got into like advertising and marketing um, spent five years in advertising and marketing agencies kind of specialising in digital marketing and strategy and that kind of stuff building on what I was doing with Fat Kid but getting paid for it for doing it with like brands and businesses nice. um, which was pretty sweet um, and then yeah I met Ben uh, in the summer of 2014 um, so he at the time yeah, at the, at the time he was one of the developers at AEI, which is the business that uh, works with uh, YouTube channels like No Copyright Sounds, Drum Bass Arena, Get Darker. Yeah. Um, and Ben would knew uh, the Get Darker guys, Lee and Ash, really well. Um, he Ben was actually working on the UKF Live platform at the time, so had quite a lot of experience with kind of music and tech. And that's how we first met, was bonding over those two passions. Um yeah. And big up, Lee, because he introduced us. Um, and then, yeah, so I started working on Ben, just kind of on ideas around music tech. Um, and then I left my last proper agency job or proper job. I'm not sure Chew is a proper job <laughs> these days. Um, left my last agency job at the end of 2014. And we started Chew, or Ben and I kind of started Chew as a legal entity slash business at the beginning of 2014. Because
0: am I right by saying that the name Chew came about because didn't Ben have some form of YouTube yeah, channel? Yeah, so it, the,
1: the predecessor to Chew, or the predecessor project that we were kind of working on was called Eat Bass, Eat which bass. was like a YouTube playlister type thing for built around bass music. Um, and then Ben registered, I think it was Chew.fm to start with, just as like a, sh- a four-letter URL that we then kind of took um, and it, it became TV in I think we, I think we maybe started as Two FM and then quickly became Two TV uh, early twenty fourteen. So, when you
0: as you say registered as Two FM, did you have the idea of being visual or was it?
1: Yeah. So the the first version was um, so Chew in its in its first form was a like a live streaming production agency effectively. So we were um, Ben had built the like the underlying streaming infrastructure. Um, having done some work with uh, um, AI guys trying to do live streaming on YouTube and stuff. And uh, if you've ever tried live streaming music content on YouTube, it's just impossible because you get kind of live takedowns and it's just it's a faff. Yeah. Um, so we built or Ben built the kind of the infrastructure that meant that we could host the content ourselves. Um, and so we, we had the technology um, and I came on board to kind of help market that and then try and make it into a business. Um, not sure how well that went, but... The, the first version was we'd uh, charge like event promoters or brands like a monthly subscription fee where they'd access the technology but also then access our expertise in terms of going to events and doing camera work ourselves and then we'd stream it on our technology and people could watch it on the tube platform. Um, did that for I think nine months, the first nine months of 2014 and then joined uh, an accelerator program up in Newcastle um, and then launch the like public platform that is chew today uh in january twenty fifteen. Nice. So
0: obviously we'll come to what's going on at the minute. What's what's next in terms of so you've got the subscriptions now. Yep.
1: yep. So the the platform as it stands today is like a, a live streaming platform for DJs. That's kind of the strap line as it is. Um but the the vision with Chew is to be the platform where fans of electronic music either come to create that content or kind of watch it and consume it.
0: So you're s- are you saying like production, Yeah, live production, so, so this w- type of thing, I suppose. Exactly.
1: So we, we started um, with DJs and DJ performances um, because through Fat Kid, I knew a lot of DJs, Ben knew DJs that he was kind of working with or friends with. Um, and there wasn't a platform out there that specifically allowed anyone to kind of sign up and broadcast DJ performances at the time when we launched. Um, It was kind of looking at what Boiler Room had done for like cool up-and-coming artists or like big name acts and what Twitch had done for gaming in the sense that anyone could sign up and broadcast what they were doing. We kind of took those concepts and did it for music. Um, but, yeah, the long-term vision is very much any, to any kind of music content. So interviews and, and kind of podcasts through to music production, to tutorials, to documentaries, to, like, films, to performance and the DJ stuff as well.
0: Awesome. Um, so then let's it, then come on to, I don't know if anyone's seen, running across the bottom, the banner that runs every five minutes, I think. Um, so you're trying to raise funds yeah. uh, over... S- something that happened recently. Um, obviously, if people signed up to your mailing list, they would have read the, <laughs> the post, <laughs> read the news. Um, I don't know if, if anyone's out there who hasn't who d-
1: doesn't know what's going on. I don't know if you wanted to give. Okay, them a so y- yeah, we, we we obviously have the underlying streaming infrastructure underneath Chew. Um, we're built on top of our own infrastructure rather than using Facebook or YouTube to host the content. Um, in December, we discovered that someone had quite intelligently, but not very nicely decided to stream um, a football match through our software um, and delivered that football match to quite a large audience, um, which isn't the kind of thing that we allow on our platform, but we didn't catch it. So um, it ended up costing us quite a scary amount of money, um, more money than we can actually afford as a business today. We're a very small business running on very tight budgets. Um, and so we've got a a GoFundMe campaign um, live at the moment to um, try and raise money to help us cover the kind of the cash shortfall that we've got. Um, So you can go to gofundme.com slash chew dash, save dash chew, sorry. It'll run across the the bottom of the screen. (laughs) um but yeah you can read about what happened there um i launched that on friday last week and we've done i think we've done just under 7000 pounds in donations That's since awesome. friday which is incredible so yeah. shout out to everyone who's d- donated it's been absolutely amazing um but yeah there so we we launched subscriptions as a business in january this year um to try and help us cover some of our operating costs um, so it's it's a kind of two two sided attack at the moment to kind of keep Chew running as it is at the moment, um, driving subscriptions. So, if you're a Chew user, please do sign up for a subscription. Um, you can find the big purple banner um, that'll take you to the subscription sign up page. Thank you very much. So, so just quickly
0: going on to that, what? Yep. What is this? What does the subscription offer you okay. compared to just the regular yeah. sign up? So, uh,
1: as as a business, we've been kind of thinking about how we can make money. Um, we've we've raised um, investment from some awesome investors over the last two years running as a business, but we we're not a charity. We need to make money to kind of keep the lights on. Um, so, subscriptions is a way for us to help our DJs and people creating content on the platform um, to access advanced features. So there's, um, it's it's a set fee on a monthly basis to access custom features that range from channel customization through to stream forwarding. So you can stream to Chew and we'll push the feed onto Facebook or any other live streaming platform um, through to lots of other bits and pieces. that I can kind of put a link, in, link into chat in a minute. Um, and yeah, we, we wanted to do that rather than kind of monetize the platform through adverts or that sort of thing because we're not a fan of adverts and subscriptions make sense if we're if we're offering value to our users, it makes sense to kind of earn some money out of that.
0: Yeah. Live stream adverts on live streaming can be a bit it's horrible. Yeah. It's not great for everyone. So yeah. you cou- flashes flash his back and the crowd's going wild <laughs> and you're like, what, what <laughs> What's happening? <Yeah>. What's happening? <laughs>
1: um so yeah, we we've got subscriptions for the creators, um so DJs and music producers. Um, and then we're we're looking at um, monetizing our kind of consumer audience side um, through kind of brand partnership style content um, whether that's sponsored content or linking up with an advertiser to run competitions or events or that sort of thing but that that relies on scale on the audience side and that that'll come as we keep scaling
0: cool so um as you mentioned before ben was co-founder with yep. you and now he's doing other ventures indeed so how's that been the adjustment since he's moved yeah on?
1: it's 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 been a, a really interesting process i mean the whole kind of journey of, of chew from creating what we d- what we did together in in bedrooms and conservatories of houses through to where we are today so we've got just under four hundred thousand users which is pretty insane um ben um moved on to pastures new uh, last october um, and so the the kind of the full time team day to day has been Sam, our um, CTO, who looks after the entire technology himself, um, does a huge amount of very hard work on his own. So shout out, Sam. Well done. <laughs> um, uh, me and then our marketing kind of lead, uh, Alex, and then head of artist relations, Andy, who joined us from Radio One, nice, um, which is awesome. Fantastic team, but yeah, really small team doing lots of hard work with not very many people. Um, but Ben's, Ben's kind of been involved from a, a kind of a advisory point of view. Um, and is is always there to kind of bounce ideas off. So it's, it's been, it's been okay. Um, it would be, it would be awesome to kind of still have that structure in place, but, um, kind of knowing when to step down and move on, I think is a really important trait to have as well as just kind of sticking out, which is, uh, sometimes not the best, best way to do things.
0: Yeah. Oh, just quickly as well. Um, for everyone who's watching, if you've not donated yet, where we've got a couple of Route One vinyls in a bag somewhere. Uh, if the next, how many we have got there? Four, five, four, four. The next four people to donate will ship one of these out uh, to you. So go donate now in the the comments. Um, yeah. So we try and raise as much as we can. Uh, also. Get some questions in to ask Will. Um, that's it. That in the chat. I don't know if anyone's... I've
1: uh, just seen just Rick's comment <laughs> about PayPal. Um, Rick, as it happens, I've actually just uh, set up the two PayPal account this evening. Um, I've just got to sort out um, the kind of the tax set on the account to receive money through. So we don't cause any issues with the tax man. Um, But that should be um, live and we should be able to receive PayPal money um, in the next kind of 24 hours or so. So uh, watch this space. And that's PayPal money for the GoFundMe
0: or the... So that's that's, uh,
1: for subscriptions. So we we use a a payment provider called Stripe, which is absolutely incredible from a development point of view, really easy to kind of integrate them with us. Um, But a lot of our users have asked for PayPal integration to be able to kind of subscribe and um use the gifting feature. Um but uh so yeah I've I created the Chew PayPal account this evening um just before you guys arrived. Yeah. Um so um I'll be putting the um info for how to get involved in PayPal um into Slack and then I'll send an email out to everyone probably tomorrow. Cool. Have you got any questions uh, there or uh, nothing in yet.
2: Tronex said thank you Will without uh without Chew. My DJ career would be nothing. So,
1: thank you yeah. very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but yeah, if I- anyone's got any questions, pop them into chat. We've got chat window open um, yep. here to do a little Q and A with the uh, Route One guys as well. So, in,
2: in the meantime, while well, we're waiting for the Q and A yep. questions to start rolling in, um, let's go through like achievements. <laughs> What's your your proudest moment to date uh, so far? Like, well, within True tv and probably with fat kid and fire as well.
1: Okay, so with Chew I think the the proudest moment is probably what we've kind of done in the last four days. Well since since Thursday, whatever today is, I think it's Tuesday. Yeah. So four or five days. Um the the one thing that we've done collectively but also as a team and then individually um over the last three years that I've been working on Chew is build a community. And I think the last kind of four or five days have just demonstrated how engaged and passionate that community is. Um, and uh, like I said, we're we're a full-time team of kind of four or five people. So to see the kind of the public outpouring of kind of engagement and support that we have seen in the last five days has just been incredible. Um, it's not a particularly pleasant situation to be in, but to see that kind of community support has been incredible. In terms of the
0: community, is do you see a difference between is is it the mixify merge yep. Can, do you know is there a difference in the community between the two or is is everyone starting to come it, it's as one big
1: community now th- it's it's one big community um i think there's there's still a little bit of work to do in terms of building out some of the features that mixify offered um that we still don't yet have um so yeah if, if anyone's not aware of who or what mixify was um we acquired the mixify platform end of last summer. I think we completed the deal in September or October. Um, they were a, a US-based live streaming platform for our kind of DJs and, and music producers that launched in 2012, I think. But yeah, we we um, merged um, communities with Chew and the Mixify team um, last year and are kind of working towards finishing, building the features that Mixify guys want. But I think on the whole, the community is, is just one community now. Um, and that's been a very nice process to see communities merge. So what, what's the difference, the features that Mixify had that Chew doesn't? Um, we, we've pretty much got to a kind of parity now. The one thing that we, we haven't got that Mixify did is kind of audio-only streaming or the ability to broadcast from DJ software like uh, Virtual DJ or Traktor directly to the kind of the platform. Um, because we're built around audio-visual streaming, it requires a slightly different kind of working of how we do things technically. Um you can do audio only streaming through the kind of broadcast software we've got, but it's it's not as simple as just banging in a stream key into a Tractor, for example. Um so I think that that's that's one of the, the main features that I'm aware of. There's obviously a little bit of work we can do in terms of updating the site and kind of making the homepage a bit more accessible to people, but um, otherwise we're we're getting there in terms of features. So
0: you look, you are looking at doing audio only streaming?
1: Uh, it makes sense um, whether it's an extension of how we operate now with the kind of the RTMP broadcasters. That would be the easiest thing to do. Um, if we can find a way to do it differently, then as we've always said, we'd look at it. But it's just a case of seeing what we can do that's the most time efficient way of doing things.
0: So would you have like a, a system? Website or would you have it built into Chew TV? I, th- I think it would be something it?
1: that we do as Chew, um, but it, like I say, it's just finding out how we do that in a way that doesn't interrupt what we've got now or require a completely different infrastructure setup, because then that obviously doubles the work in terms of looking after tech. Yeah. Um, for the tech team. So, watch this space? Yeah. Yeah, that would be quite interesting. Is there any any questions? Are there
0: there? Uh,
2: not just yet. People seem to be having a
0: chat. Get the GIFs out.
1: Get Yeah, yeah. get the gifts out. <coughs> yeah,
0: so we, uh, since... um Oh. That's, that's a good
2: one. Uh, so Mixify, Mixify had a phone app. Yeah. And uh, Vinyl Raider said it was very important for daytime listeners. Is yep. that something that... Yeah, so... In with Chu?
1: That's, that's a great question. Um, we've always been a, a desktop platform because it's so much easier to develop from a kind of a, sof- a software and technology point of view desktop platforms. Um, with apps, it's you've got kind of app store review processes which take a huge amount of time and developing apps it can can be quite complicated. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, what we're trying to do this year from a product point of view is very much move into apps and smartphone and tablet apps. Um, so that's that's coming um, if we get to that point. Have
0: you noticed any difference now that Facebook did a Facebook Live or
1: it's it's been an interesting one um facebook live is has really pushed the kind of the technology and the want for sharing your activity in real time through audiovisual content um and i think it's been really nice to see facebook putting so much marketing effort into facebook live um like with most of the other kind of live streaming platforms they're now starting to kind of clamp down on music content when they've started doing kind of takedowns like youtube do um, but the the one thing that we have noticed comparing to to Facebook is the kind of the engagement or the way that we measure engagement versus the way that YouTube or Facebook measure engagement, um, Facebook have got one point nine billion users, I think, so they're quite large, so you're obviously going to get very high view counts. But when we compare um, like average viewing time, which is one of our key metrics for measuring actual engagement on the audience side. Um, we see significantly longer view times compared to a platform like Facebook. So we've done some testing, broadcasting the same content to uh, Chew and then onto Facebook. Um, and in one case, Chu had 2,000% higher engagement times compared to Facebook. Um, yes, we've got smaller audience numbers, but the audience who come to us are coming just to engage with the kind of content that we've got. Um, so uh, lower numbers, but higher engagement, um, whereas Facebook seems to be the opposite. Um, especially with the way that they auto play video content and newsfeed and that sort of thing.
0: Yeah, because I suppose that when it does auto play, that counts as someone's watching. Yeah, exactly. When it's they're actually not. Yeah. They're not even listening.
1: Yeah. The the interesting thing on that side is that Facebook obviously auto plays content with the sound off. Yeah. So for music content, it's that's that's not engagement. Or that's not not what we call engagement.
0: But it looks good on their part because yeah. it's got it's got all the numbers. Indeed. Yeah. So you can you can obviously stream to both can't you at the same yeah.
1: time so we've, we've been testing broadcasting um, the stream forwarding feature um, so broadcasting to Chew and then Chew forwarding onto Facebook Cause um, I think Hoxton do that don't they? Yeah so, so Hoxton and FM do that um, some of our other subscribing users will push from Chew onto Facebook as well um, but Facebook is, is as I said increasingly clamping down on music content so it's it's a case of once the feed leaves Chew if it gets taken down there's nothing we can do um, so it's it's see what happens so what
0: what do you have that facebook don't then for that you you to not get your stuff taken down yeah
1: yeah
2: uh this kind of touches on what uh chalmix just sent in uh, yeah he said he'd love to know about uh copy copyright yeah copyright yeah. issue and track detection and paying royalties to labels like mixcloud do
1: great question so um we've we've actually been looking at technology similar to what Mixcloud use in terms of the kind of the uh, track IDs and and royalties and that sort of thing. Um because we're a, a dedicated music platform, we've been working with um rights holders from before we launched actually. So um we've we've got licenses or like we pay music licenses. Um so we we pay money to um rights holders whether that's a collecting society or or like a a record label. That's then distributed. Um, at the moment, that's just a like a blanket fee. Um, we are working towards a, a sit- uh, like a system where we can identify the tracks that a DJ plays in a mix, um, and then distribute royalties to the individual kind of rights holder who make the track or own the rights to the each track in a DJ mix. Um, which, as far as I understand, it is how some of the other platforms like Mixcloud do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the there's not really a simple answer to that question, but it's a it's just a case of um, working with the established music industry and um, treating them with the respect that they deserve. Um, unlike some kind of businesses in music which pretend it's not a problem until it becomes an expensive problem, like SoundCloud, naming no names. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so, so the th- in what I
0: was saying does. How comes yours doesn't get pulled down, or is it, or is it just Facebook pull it down as a pro- precaution? Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So because because Facebook is is a very large, very valuable business, um, it's in their interest to just not have to deal with it until they've got the means in place to be able to deal with it. Um, so I I think that's similar to kind of the YouTube situation where it's just take down first, ask questions later, just to mitigate some of that risk. Yeah. Because. Um,
0: I can put some of my own music up and get it taken YouTube down. YouTube will take it down. Yeah. And they um, claim that I don't own the rights. I mean the
1: the th- so this is one of the things that Ben's Ben's doing at the moment having kind of moved on from jew is is looking at how we can better get to a point between kind of technology or music tech businesses and rights holders. Um it's it's a very uh kind of messy space from a legal point of view and no one's quite cracked it in in a way to allow innovation to happen on top of third-party rights um, and the kind of the standard is um, pay very expensive licenses or advances to rights holders before you can do any sort of kind of experimentation in in the technology space on top of music um, but it's, it's just a case of, of working with the industry being kind of open and, and honest about things rather than treating it as a problem that you can deal with when you want to yeah um so it's it's an interesting one but it, it's 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 being as I say being being open to having that kind of discussion and dialogue rather than just ignoring it so so
0: you d- you do pay like PRS yeah, and that's basically exactly. and then they feed on
1: and then they feed it on to their members. Yeah. So that's that's the simplest way to explain it. Yeah. It's it's like paying paying a license and then the person that we paid the license to pays that money on to their members. Um so yeah.
0: Do they so with PRS do they charge like per do they look at how many subscribers you've got? So
1: yeah, it's the, the the way that we've got it structured at the moment is that it's based on engagement. So how many like plays and how long people play content for, and then there's also steps um, based on how much money you make as a business and the, the kind of the licenses scale on how much money you make. Um, further down the line, once we're a bit bigger, I suspect it will be similar to the kind of the Spotify model where it's um you pay a fee based on how many plays of each individual track or piece of content you have on the platform but it's it's a work in progress yeah is there any more questions floating about uh, not
0: that I can see. Has anyone donated uh, yet uh, yes we have a donation from uh, bath Supreme or
1: where's that uh, here you donated further up the page oh uh, awesome um special shout out to baff I, I think it's baff supreme or baff supreme if um he's i think he's just released uh an ep or an album or something on Bandcamp and has donated all of the proceeds from that to the campaign as well so nice so big up yourself
0: if you um can you do p- private messages on this no not, not yet if you drop um the route one email an email so route one audio if Kieran will type it in now. Drop that an email with your and chat to us. We'll get you one of the Route One vinyl sent out. Um, So that's the first one gone. Four more to go. Three more to go. Sorry. Uh, So so here's, I've been so this is from Rick Dawson. I've been following on Slack, but what has been going on for others that don't
1: use Slack regarding keeping Chew going? Great question. Um, so the, the kind of, like we were saying earlier, that might have been before we had to restart like 20,000 times. Um, but we're, um, driving people to the GoFundMe page to, um, kind of raise the donations. Um, so that's gofundme.com slash save hyphen chew. Um, it'll be running along the bottom of the screen every five minutes or so. Um, but if you're a chew user, um, the most important thing that you can do that will really help us kind of, um, keep chew going um in the future is sign up for a subscription. Um so if you go to chew.tv slash account slash billing, um sign up for the chew plus subscription. That would that would be truly, truly awesome.
0: Is there just one subscription?
1: At the moment, yeah, we've we've just got one subscription tier. We may we may be adding a uh like a lower price tier in the next couple of weeks, uh, kind of like a Chew supporter level tier rather than a two plus access to advanced features. Um, but yeah at the moment there's just one and how much is the 2 plus just quickly uh, so it's um, $9.99 um, on a kind of a monthly basis but 25% discount for the first three months so seven forty nine. it's cheaper if you're outside of the EU as well because we don't charge you VAT.
0: and you can cancel anytime
1: yeah um, so you but can but you don't cancel yeah please don't cancel that defeats the point of signing up for a subscription <laughs> um, we've got the subscription and then if you just want to um, pay storage costs and keep your content um, available. Um, we've got the pay-as-you-go storage model as well. That's 24p per hour of video per month stored on the platform.
0: Because I was just the reason why I said they can cancel is if everyone on Chew just got one month. Yeah, we'd be we'd be that's what I mean. so straight. So exactly. if everyone goes and just subscribes for one month and then downgrades and then down we're still sorted. after that, and then that will obviously yep. give you a massive boost. Exactly. Cool. So
2: uh, that question was from Rick Dawson. So Big up, Rick. Rick. Um, and Echo Breaker asked the same question, but additionally he said, uh, he asked even, have you heard anything from the provider? Uh,
1: uh, ongoing. Uh, there's I can't say too much more than that, but yes, ongoing.
0: Cool. And um, people are firing the, the link. It's Raggy Doll's firing the link in the chat to donate and... Also the subscription link as well. So go do that. Awesome,
1: Thanks. Thanks. Raggy doll.
0: Any other questions? To keep it flowing, any recommendations of music going? Oh, might as well. Oh,
1: um, great question. Uh, or if the, d- and DJs I and, and DJs, yeah. Um, if anyone hasn't, uh, come across the awesome record label that's called root one audio you should probably <laughs> probably check that one out um so our last digital uh release was from a producer called pugilist who um if you know dubstep was uh half of the perverse duo so alex is based in i think he's in australia i think he he's either australia or new zealand alex i'm sorry if i got that wrong um but yeah so we did a full track ep with him um absolutely incredible release um a lot of kind of varied bass music uh, kind of dubstep focus but varied music there he's got a couple of releases coming out with some much bigger labels um this year which is awesome um in terms of just general djs or producers that i'm digging at the moment um on the kind of the techno sort of vibe um drum code put out a moby remix ep uh, end of last year which I'm still listening to which is incredible I grew up on um, Moby's play album and uh, this is a kind of an updated techno remix on some of the big tracks on that which is awesome Nice. Um, from the kind of the dubstep side of things um, who's been popping off uh, got a shout out Tycho um, he's been doing some incredible music as has District um, recently the the kind of two of those guys are putting out some incredible music at the moment um, and all of the kind of the DJs and producers that we work with through Fat Kid, um, either with those that we've released or with just the kind of guys that we promo. Um, recent mixes we've done or free downloads we've done. We've just done one with Mr. K. Uh, we did a free download of his bootleg of Flo Dan's Horror Show or Horror Style, whatever the track title is. Mister um, Horror, Horror Show Style. <laughs> well, <laughs> all of the above. Um he uh, he's just put out an EP with N type's wheel and deal, which is awesome. If you haven't checked that, go go and sort yourself out. Um off the top of my head, that's probably it for now. What about DJs on Chew? DJs on Chew, or oh. ones,
0: ones are racking in the
1: racking in racking the views. In place, well we've um we've got the kind of the, the guy bringing in some serious eyeballs. Um, most of you guys all know him, um Lars from Deeper Shades of House. Um he broadcasts uh UK evening time every Wednesday. Um, always kind of consistently high audience views. Um, in terms of general just kind of experimentation and quality, um, we've got our boy Echo Breaker, who I think is in the chat at the moment. Um, his Spin and Chill show is always worth a watch. Um, nice. He's been kind of developing that over the last, I can't remember how long Cody's been with us, but its it's been fantastic watching him grow. Um, and its I'm pretty amazed with the kind of the DJs that we've got across the board, really. Um we do I think we do about fifteen hundred hours of DJ sets a week at the moment. So there's quite a lot going on. Um yeah. but you can you can follow it on um chew.tv slash live or chew.tv slash popular to find stuff that's live now or that the community is enjoying. Nice. Um, there there will be lots of others, but uh there are a couple off the top of my head. Uh Mr. Uh, Master Percy as well. He's always super, like serious quality. Um and yeah. I'd, I, su- I suggest going looking at chew.tv slash popular to see what's ranking with the community at the moment.
0: What's the sort of popular genre? That's uh,
1: the most popular ones we've got at the moment, I think, are house and techno, um, uh, which makes sense because they're kind of the big popular electronic genres, Yeah. Um, unfortunately, as a dubstep fan. Um, but house, techno, drum and bass, dubstep, and... There's one other, but that's pretty much what we what we see in terms of popularity at the moment. Nice. Any questions? Can we see any questions?
0: Anyone else donated?
1: We've got three more to give away. Keep the donations coming.
0: Yeah. We'll
1: trance. Do it, do it. Tell. Oh yeah. We um we actually we see a bit of trance. Um, not as much trance as I'd like to see. Given I kind of grew up listening to the genre. Um, but yeah, we've we've got a couple of really good trance DJs who always throw down. So um, yeah, keep that coming.
0: Yeah, and hopefully we can do a few more of these as well. Yeah, fantastic. On here, any questions for Mister Will? <laughs> let me check my let me check my notes. Check check devices and
1: see whether there's anything else coming.
0: Ah this is what I wanted to ask you. How did the Data Set collaboration come about? Cuz Cuz well, remember when we were like yeah. with Data Set we lo- absolutely like loved Data Set. So I was well I was well interested how that <laughs> came about when that popped up. I was like what What's was happening? Yeah. Um
1: uh, yeah, so for anyone who doesn't know um uh Fat Kid or me with the the kind of the Fat Kid hat on um we did a collaboration kind of capsule collection going back to the the streetwear days with Miguel at Dataset Clothing, um, uh, custom um, caps uh, and t-shirts um, produced um, near Miguel in the US. Um, incredible quality, really awesome design. Um, that basically came together because I loved what he was doing with Dataset and he wanted to kind of work with Fat Kid, um, which is how you want collabs to work really.
0: Yeah. Um, And if he's watching and you like route one, get in touch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I think uh, the data set uh, URL is fielddataset.com. That may be wrong, don't quote me on it. Um but we so yeah, we we kind of bounced some ideas around I think last year or th- maybe even the year before. Um but we we kind of sat down and pinned each other down um last summer and decided to get something on on the on the go and then um started teasing designs at the end of last year put the hats into production after doing a pre-order. And I think we we did a a run of 50 black caps and a run of 50 red caps. And we pretty much sold all 50 black caps out on pre-order, which was incredible. Nice. Um, And so, yeah, their U.S. orders started shipping, I think, at the beginning of February. Um, I got my order through from Miguel um, for the European customers a couple of weeks ago. So they'll start shipping this week. I just need a bit of time to go through and write postage notes yeah. and all that kind of stuff which is always fun <laughs> but yeah it, it, it came about because um we kind of reached out to each other and said we love what you're doing and that's where it went
0: yeah and you did you've done stuff with encrypted audio as well yeah you? so we did
1: a uh, collab tea source. with yeah the hot source tea with um content um and the encrypted audio gang that was last year last summer um a couple of because
0: <laughs> yeah we're well, out uh, in uh, Big uh, membrane uptime.
1: yeah in um so as it happens uh, tony content was one of the back when he was drama he was one of the first dubstep producer djs i met in london when i moved to london um and he's been family since like the early days so it was quite nice to kind of come back around and and do some do some more collabs with him um he was one of the first producers we put an ep out with as well so got a lot of love for that guy um, but yeah, his mate Jordan did some custom artwork for the the t-shirts, and it was yeah, really good. Again, we sold that out. I think on pre-order. So there's there's more stuff to come. I'm Are sure you looking is. to
0: do a lot more like clothing stuff? Yeah, like? I
1: think. Well, so we we did um, logo t-shirts with Fat Kids pretty early on. I think the first summer of 2010, um, or the first summer that Fat Kid was the thing. Um, and there, I love doing them. Like I've got, I've always l- kind of loved the fashion side of things. So yeah, I think we'll we'll do. More kind of experiments in that on that side of things, um, just as and when I've got a bit more headspace. Once yeah. Chew's kind of calmed down, yeah. Do um, you
0: do anything like that with Chew, Jacob?
1: Yeah, we so we we did a run of T-shirts with Chew. I think it was 2015, um, the summer that we launched. Um, we've got some Chew stickers and like Chew pin badges that I'm always trying to find people uh, like homes for. Um, so we'll probably do T-shirts again, um, or maybe do like jumpers and hats as well. That'd be nice, um, but all, all in good time. Nice orange hat. Orange hat. <laughs> 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 that's what you want. Yeah. Uh,
2: comics I've been saying his name wrong. comics I think that's how you say. It. I'm really sorry. I s- no, I said your name wrong before. Um, he said he's got one more question. Are you still looking for investors, even a small one?
1: Yeah. So, uh, great question. Um, we, the the kind of the f- like I said earlier, the focus at the moment is very much. Um, driving donations to the GoFundMe page and driving subscription signups. Um, subscription signups helps um, kind of keeping us going past um, kind of where we are today. Um, but I think we, so. We did a crowdfunding investment round um, on Cedars, which is a crowdfunding platform, last uh, start of last year. Um, if if we get that far, um, then yeah, we'll be doing an investment campaign again, which will. Um, I don't know whether Cedars have launched to the U S yet, but it'll definitely be open to anyone in the European Union. Um, so anyone in the UK and in Europe will be able to buy shares in the business if we, if we are able to get to that point. Um, we're a community business, so it makes sense to open it up to the community users to buy shares in, in the business.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, is a pretty good site, isn't it really? Yeah, it's,
1: it's 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 definitely kind of evolved since we did our campaign, um, which I think went live at the end of twenty fifteen, start of twenty sixteen, and we closed it kind of spring twenty sixteen. Um, but crowdfunding as a concept is I think really important. Um, allowing any anyone, um well Cedars is very much European Union. There are some others in the US that are open to US businesses. But it, it basically allows anyone to buy shares in a in a private business for a £10 and over, um, yeah. which is a really interesting way of opening up um, kind of startups to the wider kind of community. Yeah. Um, and I think, for, like I said, for us, we're a community-based business, so it makes sense to have our users as investors.
0: Yeah. Which is cool. There was another another question from, uh, was it DJ Ransom? Yeah, it was from Ransom. Uh, w- yeah, there we go. Yeah. Would you fight one big chew or a thousand little chews? I suppose that's a bit like saying, "Would you fight a shark or a thousand piranhas?" That <laughs> time of thing.
1: I'd rather the shark than a thousand. Yeah, yeah. the thousand piranhas. I get away with one lucky punch. i not going to get away with a thousand. That's a great question. Um, I guess that comes down to what we think a, a big chew and a little chew is. Um, but uh, I'd fight anyone at this point in time. Um, <laughs> that's just just the kind of mood I'm in at the moment. So bring it. <laughs> any other questions not that i can see uh right raggy doll will there be a, choose a crew subscription soon sorry my my uh, eyesight's not very good at the moment um yes uh, like um we said in slack um at the moment all kind of um product development or platform development is on hold just until we know where we stand um but yeah there there very much is the plan to have crew level subscriptions um uh, in the near future um as and when we get that far.
0: And some of th- is there subs for crews? Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um if if we can get um through the next couple of weeks then I definitely think there's um scope for well th- we've we've planned doing um crew level subs. So bear with us.
0: Uh Echo Breaker said what is your favorite
1: vinyl chew? Uh, uh so So, what was the last thing I bought on vinyl? Uh, I think the last release I bought on vinyl was Mala's Mirror, or Mirror's album on Brownswood, which came out last year.
0: Get your bit of wood with that.
1: Um, Yeah, so I I think that was the last one I bought. The last uh, uh, record that I was sent um, was either a Banana Stand sound test press, or the latest deep medi releases. Um in terms of my favorite record I own, um it's it's an old one, but I've got a test press of Quantum Souls um Strong Root record. Do you remember that? Um so guy did a a remix of um Lambs Strong Root uh I think that was back in 2012 2013 um, and it was released on Inner Mind Recordings after they got the approval from the Lamb guys to re- release it. Um, and yeah, I, I've luckily enough, uh, got a test press of that, which is, is very special. Um, but I've got a ton of like records in my collection. I think the the one I'm most proud of at the moment is probably what we're going to be announcing next Thursday for a fat kid's seventh birthday. Yeah. Just cause that there's nothing quite like holding your own kind of record. Yeah. That's what we were like. With that yeah. Thing, that one there it's, it's a special feeling. Um, but yeah, I, I go through phases of, of buying, buying vinyl. Um, but the spare room is pretty full with it at the moment. So it's probably a case of skinning some of that down and kind of getting back into the routine of just buying stuff that I actually love rather than stuff to collect. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll hook you up before discogs. Don't yeah. worry. Um, um,
0: also. All right. Then what, what's your favorite
1: vinyl DJ you? on Chew? on Chew. Oh, great question. Um, uh, we, we've got uh, a couple of really good vinyl DJs uh, all over the place the the one guy that I always kind of lock in and, and pay attention to at the moment is um, uh, based in Toronto I can't remember his Chew username so apologies, he's Isoprax in the Chew Slack I think I pronounced that right um, but it's, uh, you'll find the channel if you search for Bleep FM I think that's kind of one of the titles he uses for the shows um, just for his like set up he's got like he, he broadcasts and the like the wall behind him is just full of records and that's incredible um the other kind of no-brainer is is um our very own alex serino who uh, broadcasts his vsvn shows on a pretty much weekly basis um and his vinyl collection is is enviable um and he's a fantastic vinyl dj as well so check him out he's chew.tv slash alex hyphen serino c-i-r-i-n-o Always always worth watching and locking in on that.
0: Nice. So uh where are you gonna have your uh your celebratory
1: party for the when you reach your GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah, great question. Um I think it's uh it's gonna be a an interesting event, whatever happens. Um it would be wonderful to do something special like fabric. Whether we'd we ever ever be able to do an event of <laughs> fabric, I don't know. Um, but we'll we'll be celebrating in best we know how, which is probably doing a DJ set from here <laughs> um, with, we, with a box of beer. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we had an office mix up uh, two weeks ago, which was in the meeting room next door. Once everyone had left the office, because we we sometimes get into trouble for playing music too loud and winding people up. <laughs> but yeah, we got fr- we got through like twenty pints of Stella. Um, you should get all them involved. Yeah, we we, we, do, sh- out and we do try on occasion. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, Sam, Alex and I DJing for just over four hours going from 140 Dubstep through to 140 Techno and it was incredible. Nice. Such good fun. But yeah, I paid for it the next day. <laughs> I had a hangover. <laughs> that, was, that was in special.
0: What does a listener do? Get a sub and what... Ah uh, right. Anyone else uh, donated yet? If you did donate during this episode, make sure you email. Yeah, make sure you email root one audio dot at gmail dot com. Um, and let us know, and then we'll get you out of volume one. Mike asked about gifts of subs to DJs.
1: Oh, ah, great question. Um, I, th- I think that's a question from Bernard Mike about whether you can gift subscriptions to other DJs, um,
0: subscriptions or as in subs, as in a bit of money. be uh, well,
1: I that's gifting, we, we, we all need the cash at this point. Yeah. Um, if it's, if it's a question about how you can, um, gift subscriptions to, um, other DJs, that's something that we're working on. Um, it will probably be easiest to do once I've got the PayPal account up and running. So um, bear with me, and I'll put some information into the Chew email newsletter and Chew Slack um, tomorrow. That's cool. Uh,
2: Mike also said he's. Oh, hang on. Sorry. I'm reading really
1: this as well. Okay. Chat, you need to slow down. we got to try and keep up.
0: Uh if i sub for a few dj's how do i do it
2: so basically he's saying that uh, he's a listener not a dj
1: how will subbing help him yeah yeah um mike um i'll uh, i'll put a note down and i will uh, try and send you an email tomorrow um we <laughs> we haven't got Bitpa- bitcoin yet but um it looks like you're keen on paypal and uh, like i said we should have um, PayPal up and running tomorrow. I just got to sort out the tax situation, um, so we don't uh, under or overcharge anyone. But bear with me, and I'll try and get in touch with you tomorrow.
0: We have, um, like, I know as you say, you could you can uh, send the streamer the video. Yeah. Y- are you going to have it downloads accessible for everyone else to be able uh, to download or not? Probably
1: not. No, um, that's just from a, a legal point of view yeah. um, so um, we, we we offer um, downloads for the creators because it's it's their content um, and it's just easier sometimes if we, we store it and give them the download file um, but giving the content to kind of fans and audience um, not anytime soon it's the sponsor people just
0: play yeah. an album yeah and exactly then
1: and then that's effectively file sharing which is yeah. naughty it is naughty noughts um,
0: are you going to have some form of maybe in a future like a YouTube integration? So it goes upload straight to your own YouTube Great channel? question.
1: Um, one of the subscription features that we built um, for our two Plus tier is the ability to um, connect uh, Cloud and Dropbox accounts to your Chew account. Um, and once you've finished a broadcast, we'll automatically upload the audio file to Mixcloud and the audio or video file to Dropbox. Um, pushing content to YouTube is something that we're looking at. Um, pushing content to any other platform is something that we'll look at. Um, but all in good time. Yeah, that's pre- that'd be
0: pretty cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. Finish a live stream, goes up on YouTube. And off you go.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I guess the what we were talking about before with the copyright copyrights. Yeah,
1: copyrighted I mean, I th- it's, it's as soon as we deliver content to another platform, it's entirely out of our hands. So we don't yeah. know what will happen to it, but YouTube is great in the sense that if you do have um, copyrighted content in the content that you upload, they'll monetize it for the rights holder, rather than just binning it off, which is what Facebook is doing at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's it's all kind of work in progress, so we'll kind of see see how that plays out.
2: Oh, uh, thanks to Master Percy also who donated from Switzerland.
1: Big up, Roland. Thank you Master Percy
0: so Master Percy get in touch with the in the email root one audio at gmail dot com we'll send you out a volume one vinyl uh so there's two two left two left one left two left two two left we
1: we've left. got two more donations for a, a free record from the route one gang so get involved' because it's an amazing release and thank you root one boys for giving away the vinyl so right. appreciate it
0: and we'll also fire you the digital as well because there's banging there's more there more we go tracks on the digital well, um,
1: how long we've been streaming for? Uh, just over an hour. Bear in mind, 13 minutes of that was cocking around at the start. So <laughs> just under an hour. Um, has anyone got any, any more questions? Before you...
0: N- I don't know if that's a question or not. Do you have anything to announce to everyone in terms of, I don't know, other ways that they can help
1: the Chew. Great question. Um, I think, like like we've said previously, the the best way that you guys can help at the moment is to um, share share the blog post and GoFundMe campaign link, which is bit.ly/saveChew or one word. Um, the more kind of shares we get out of that, the more people potentially see what's happening and will get involved. Um, and if you're a Chew user, the best thing you can do, I know I keep banging on about it, but it is really important. If you're a Chew user, the best thing you can do is go to Chew.tv slash account slash billing and uh, sign up for a subscription. Um, The the more subscriptions we get, the more safe the business is moving forward. Um, I think we're on 150 subscribers at the moment, and we need to be about 500 for everything to be cool or one part of everything to be cool. So, yeah, sign up for a subscription and... uh, if if you're able to, we would really, really, really appreciate your support that way.
0: Awesome. Well, get your is there any last questions before I suppose we sign out? Massive thanks to everyone listening. There's lots of bouncing icons <laughs> there. So big up all the bouncing heads. So I suppose this is probably a good time to self-plug. Um this is the small talk podcast. You can the audio of this will go up on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh a cast tune in so you can download it from anywhere else, also soundcloud um yeah, this is the thirteenth episode, the first one on the visual, so you can also go back and check all the rest uh,
1: it's been a been a good chat. I've enjoyed it um, i just seen a question from Burner Mike about hypes um let's not go down that rabbit hole for now um if you wanna have a chat about hypes, which was a mixify feature that we didn't bring over um jump into slack and we can kind of pick that up there but it's it's that'll probably take longer than we've got now so let's let's leave that one for now
0: okie dokes right um yeah Shall we thank you all for
1: locking into the first
0: live stream in the chew hq
1: thanks for uh, yeah. dealing dealing with the teething problems and uh, yeah. thank you guys again for having me nah, and, no and uh, you're, you're having us we're <laughs> in your we're in your abode we're, we're all having each other <laughs> as as weird as that sounds yeah. um but yeah unless anyone's got any any more questions we will call it a night and uh, thank you for your uh, eyes and ears thank you very much see you later Cheers. guys take care